Anime is a vast and varied medium, and if you're not already familiar, it can be daunting to find something you might be interested in watching. This is a podcast where three average anime enjoyers introduce their uninitiated co-host to their favorite anime touchstones, so he can join them deep in the weeds. This week we watched Fist of the North Star, the 1995 American live-action movie adaptation. The film was a co-production between American company First Look Studios and Japanese company Osla Pictures. The film was released direct-to-video. A <laughs> Japanese dub of the film was produced by Toei Video, which featured the cast of the 1980s anime television series reprising their roles. The film, which loosely adapts the first story arc of the original manga, centers on Ken, the lone master of the North Star Martial Arts School, who wanders the post-apocalyptic Earth in search of his nemesis, Lord Shin, the man who killed his master and kidnapped his fiancée. Meanwhile, Shin rules as dictator of the city of Southern Cross with his personal army, known as the Crossmen, who are given orders to hunt down Kenshiro. So how'd y'all feel about this uh, American live-action adaptation of an anime? I love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It was definitely uh, an interpretive, very expressive <laughs> of its time. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, it. I said it in the in the film, and I'll say it here. It sure was a movie <laughs> we watched. Um, I I will say off the bat that uh, this is probably going to be you know. This is going to be a little short episode because we not only did we watch the movie just now, but we also recorded basically a commentary track for it. Uh, and so that'll be available separately. So I think a lot of our thoughts are going to be in there. So this yeah. is just sort of a um, final keep, thoughts. Yeah, I, I keep calling it a debriefing, but uh, we're basically just jumping into our uh, final thoughts about this movie. Yeah. Little did they know our hero doesn't wear briefs. <laughs> oh, there were a lot of unnecessary nut shots in that movie. <laughs> so many I, I swore to God, Kenshiro was going to break that boulder that he crushed like a baby in his arm with his actual balls. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. I was oh, waiting for that too. Like, wow, that's a that's a real uh, show there. That's a uh, was it? God, I'm, I'm, the word I'm looking for, my mind is blanking on. Don't worry about it. Continue. Mm-hmm. I'm the actor so, for doing those splits, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the high kicks. Like uh, again, I, I was saying this, but like. He's not ripped and bulky. Well, okay, first of all, that British man uh, is not. I would not assume that he would be named Kenshiro. That doesn't sound right. But like, no, it's as far Ken as Shiro, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shiro in quotes because he's a white boy. Wait, that actually kind of works. Anyway, oh my god, it's the white fist because he's a good guy. I just got it. Oh no, fist of the white fist. Um, white. but like, he's good at being a dude who is like very very toned but not necessarily like big and bulky he is sort of the runt and in that sense i think he's an all right casting mm. i mean there there was one major surprise casting if we're going to talk about casting because mm-hmm. uh, such a surprise as he was in the intro well yeah, it was so you a surprise. see his name pop up but then you're like okay who's he gonna be yeah because let me tell you 
the movie the movie clearly had a limited budget and I would say what, probably ninety percent of it went to paying for less than thirty minutes of Malcolm McDowell. Oh never standing up. He never yeah. stood up. Yeah, I, I fully expect there's like there's gonna be a cribs of Malcolm McDowell's place, <laughs> and you're gonna realize the set that that was on is just like his you know meditation room in his garden. <laughs> so, would you like to know the budget for this movie? Yeah. No, but Please. do it anyway. Five million dollars. What? Okay, so all of the budget went to less than thirty minutes of Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. Well, they only That's had like the two mad paintings. <laughs> It yeah. was filmed over the course of 30 days on the soundstage in L.A. You know, I bet this whole cast was interns. <laughs> Much of that was blood shooting out of bodies. Yes. Yeah, like... That one broken jaw. With for... lovely airsoft guns. Yeah, they did have the prosthetics for some of the crazy injuries. They they <laughs> had the head exploding. Yeah. Multiple heads were exploded. Like you got it, you got. He never tried for the ya ta 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 ta. Mm hmm. Yeah. Did he ah with every karate chop though? Yeah. There were a lot of unnecessary noises happening. Ah. He, ah. It, it's it's uh who is not Greg Davis? That's Greg Davis. That's not anybody. Who 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 is that? Greg Davies is the host of Taskmaster. Yeah, so it's not him. I don't think he played Kinshiro. Um But like yeah, but between the the splits and like they did the thing where it was edited so quickly, every shot was short. And that's partly because everything was on a sound stage, so they couldn't do like big shots. But also like I assume they didn't know how to like stage fight particularly well, so you just get like half a hit and then cut away for the the like transition to the next half a hit. But like there are a couple of shots of him doing like high kicks and spin kicks, and I gotta give it to him. Like he made like the fight didn't look good, but some of the moves in this looked okay. They were just shot very poorly, you know? Yeah. Was choreographed well, although the combat wasn't great. Yeah. It I just, I, I really, I'm glad we watched it the way we did because it absolutely deserved the MST3K kind of treatment. Oh yeah, had. definitely. It's definitely the kind of movie you watch, like you know, with a beer and a couple of friends. Yeah, like I made, I made a joke during it, and I'll say, and I'll bring that up here. Like at one point, I said, like you know, take a drink every time. They say like Fist of the North Star or, mm -hmm. or there's the a nut one. shot. Yeah, yeah, or there's a nut shot. And I'm like, you know, that sounds like a funny idea at first, but like I I don't want to be responsible for someone telling someone to like essentially drown their liver <laughs> and end up in the ER. This 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 movie is absolutely meant whether the rest of the cast knew it, this movie is absolutely meant to be panned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like was it somebody's passion project that they made the deals or like, did they actually think like, this was probably something where like somebody was just like, Hey, if you check this out, this has got like a pretty big following. Let's try to like make, it. cause we've had lots of adaptations of, you know, especially in like late eighties, early to mid nineties. Like there was a lot of like, Hey, this is popular Japanese anime or whatever. Let's try to, to adapt yeah. it. Like that's we what got I got. Kid watches that. We got the dragon ball. Evolution movie. 
that that was like early aughts. Yeah, um, that was definitely early aughts. But like Power Rangers, right? Like that's Saban doing a a you know common kind of show, and then yeah, we got Power Rangers out of it. You make them all uh, Angel Valley teens. <laughs> yeah, it's like was it Power Rangers, Beetleborgs, um, VR Troopers, that whole shebang. The lost Saban version of Sailor Moon. You all know about this? Yes, actually. In in between all of my research for uh, Uta and then other things I've been looking at, yes, that has actually come up a lot. Yeah, but somebody actually found it. I don't think I've actually sat to watch it yet. But just like, but 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 it's like that kind of thing, you know. Like I wonder if they were trying to do that about like, oh, let's you know, let's make an adaptation of this, and they just like. <laughs> Somebody really didn't believe in the project, and that's why it got such a small budget, and they were just like, all right, yeah. I guess we'll try and do it. Yeah, that that thing, I think, only exists in, like, the darkest corners of YouTube. Got the feeling of reverse. Like, it was going to be a feature film. Then it, they showed it to the test audience, and because it didn't do well, they're like, well, we're going to try to recoup some money by at least getting it out on video. Because the cast, you mentioned... Mr. McDowell, but the other cameo that we had that wasn't really a cameo was our good friend Rufio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there were some visible faces. I'm trying to remember if Hook came out before or after this. Well, there was rat, uh, rat looking guy that uh, isn't in everything, but you don't know his name. Mm-hmm. We had downtown Julie Brown. Oh my god, that's a name. That's a name someone calls themselves. I'm I'm trying like I know I know that name I don't know from where but that's like she was also a name like I don't think that lands for us really? but I, at the time I believe downtown Julie Brown would have landed. Are you uh, sure you're not downtown thinking of Julie big... Brown? Uh, Are you sure you're not thinking of Big Bad Leroy Brown? I am not. First off, that's Bad Bad Leroy Brown. Uh-huh. Are you Listen, thinking of that's... Big Bad Beetleborgs? <laughs> Listen, at this point, I'm in something of a fugue state after what happened. I'm not even sure where I am. Uh, but downtown Julie Brown was a MTV VJ of the day. Really? really? Okay. Whoa. So, like, like, it's really weird. There are parts of this where they try. And I think and Bob might actually I be think right. it was live action where... Maybe it went a little overboard just slightly watching it, I think extremely. Hold on. To piggyback off what Bob's saying, I can I can even kind of see a train of thought here. Yo, that that Mad Max thing. Make some money, you know, very popular. We need a Mad Max. Yeah, but we don't want to, you know, put any effort into actually creating our own and building it own. Let's let's find something else. Ah, what my my son, grandson, whatever. Reads the Japanese comics. Uh, he likes the Ken Shiro. You know, first name Ken, last name Shiro. I'm mm-hmm. sure this is, you know, adaptable. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? God, Road Warrior was 81, though. Some, what studio made this again? Uh, first look, first look yeah. Okay, I I can imagine since, I don't think any of us have heard of it since then, I imagine they were pretty slow on the ball getting anything started to begin with. Joe is now going to correct me. At least I'm assuming that's what that key clicking was. There's a lot of key. Like, <laughs> it's so. I, just, I have to make sure it's the right one. Fair. 
It's just... Oh, I just read something I didn't want to read on Wikipedia. Oh, uh, no. Enlighten I genu- us. Genuinely want to know. Yes. Yeah. Do it. You, 100% you want to know? Audience? Yeah. Audience yeah. votes yes. Okay. Uh, because I was looking up Wikipedia to see if there's any information. I'm sure it's been through her studies, but I read through the reception area. Oh, no. Actor Gary Daniels' nickname on the set was Condom Man, in reference to the prosthetic used to create the famous chess card scene they from Unrolled Condoms. condoms. <laughs> they were literally condoms, yes. Trojan Man. Kids, ask your family about Trojan Man. Ask him about the, ask your family about the 90s commercials for Trojan Man. Those were a thing. What? I really don't know what to, what to like, say about this movie, like... Seriously, I have, my question is, if you saw this movie without knowing anything about the anime, right. how would that hit you? And and I'm going to say even in that best case scenario of you have friends and probably drinks, like... You see, my mind went to, what if I was watching this? What What would be the context that I might find this on my own? Had had the, we not been already deep in the weebs, same mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I was thinking, like, this is something I feel like back in like oh four, oh five, thereabouts, I would have found on like Sci Fi Channel on like a Saturday or Sunday, like yeah. middle of the afternoon. You're making me feel old. I'm. I mean, I'm making Sunday me feel afternoon old. Fox. In oh the yeah, late yeah. 90s. Oh yeah, or whatever channel it was when I lived in Michigan, it was out of Chicago that had the action power hour. Oh yeah. See, yeah. this this very much strikes me as like the kind of stuff that Ricky was showing us in when we were oh, in college. Yeah, definitely. Like this is right there with like what was it, brain bread with the the you know yep. just like the the gore uh, horror movies, like just like holding up the lawnmower and fountains of blood. Like this almost uh-huh. feels like it is in there in terms of just like, oh, this is like cheap and ridiculous and not good, but you can have a fun time with it. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it like goes hard enough in any of those directions to become like a cult on its own. A cult classic, I, I guess I mean. Yeah, I don't oh, so think yeah. so. Keep, keep the word classic away from this, I think. Uh, not long ago for, for my anime club movie night, uh, I watched the, uh, or I selected, um, the animated Fists of the North Star standalone movie, which uh-huh. is interesting because it is also a weird, like, abbreviated retelling of, like, the first half of the series. So it is, you know, all of the same pieces, but smush a couple of characters together and also skip over a lot of things, but still hit like a lot of the same notes. And like, that is one where when they introduce Kenshiro, it's just by having him like walk through the desert in a cape. So you can't see his face. And then a skyscraper falls on him and he just walks through the falling skyscraper, like a, like slicing through a birthday cake. And it's just like, okay, that's but like, there is a version of that where it's like so anime ridiculous that it's just like, you know what? If you only knew it as this and didn't know of any like the series behind it, that could could be enough to leave on its own. I don't know. Is this do you think you're going to like 
remember this even like a year from now and just be like, man, that movie, like, is this going to be the one where it's like, I, to answer that I, legitimately, I think if I remember this in, in a year, it's because someone says something and it triggers that one section of my brain that's always on standby with us, like emergency nuclear option button of like, <laughs> let's just subject him to this memory right now. And it, it's going to have to be some conversation either directly or, or very tangentially related to it. That makes me think of it. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, like, go on. After you. I was just going to say, like, I, I think, I don't think this one, like, necessarily, you know, creates a lasting memory of its own, but I think it is excellent fodder for, like, a movie to inflict on friends. It's just like, yeah. oh, you just right. said something related. You're in for it now. Like, that, know, that is literally how we got here today. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to go a step farther. I have, I have been that boyfriend of like, okay, we've been together for X amount of time. Like, here is an anime film you would like. Maybe not a Ghibli film, but here's a film that, you know, you can get into and see why I appreciate this art form. I could see myself, if I ever had a, a girlfriend at least here, two, four, uh, we'll say at least a year before I would be. Hey, honey, let's sit down. Want, want a movie night? No, no, no. That's perfectly fine. No, it's an absolutely normal movie night. That's why I made all this stuff, and we're staying in, and the door's locked <laughs> um, from the outside, and we're gonna watch this movie <laughs> just just to see their reaction and see how strong the relationship is at that point. <laughs> because I figure if I have a relationship that can survive. Me subjecting and inflicting this, because inflicting is an absolutely accurate term for this, on a partner, then, yeah, you know, that's how you know it's love, man. <laughs> In that sense, now that I'm, I'm looking at our list here, because it won't be too long before we're, we're touching on this already. Um, I have put at least two more entries on our list here that are in exactly that same position of just like, Oh, this is, this is something I use to test the, like the strength of my relationship with a friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I, I have two of these on here and I noticed that we did not put Ninja scroll on here. So that would be a third. <laughs> and it's just like, all, Stir. all exactly. Scroll? Don't worry about Don't it, worry Bob. About Bob. We, <laughs> let me go down to, I'm just going down to our season two possibilities list and typing ninja scroll. That's all right on my master list of shirt ideas. Uh -huh. Top of the list now is don't worry about it, Bob. <laughs> That's actually really good. We should actually Yeah, I yeah. could do that one. Yeah. Um Oh I've 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 been secretly working on a few, but I will absolutely <laughs> take your input and refinement. But uh, like anyway. Yeah, uh, uh, I th I think this movie really it does something right because it actually does live on that list with a lot of other anime. So in that sense of being an anime adaptation, I think it actually is surprisingly successful. I mean, if we're doing, if we're going to subject Bob to weird things, do we just tie him to a chair and make him watch Avatar, the, or excuse me, The Last Airbender, the film? I well, believe me, I already have a list that I've been making for the theater. Think, no, I, of... haven't, I haven't watched that one. I've only watched <laughs> like 10 minutes of Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that was the, also in my head. Like, we're just yeah. gonna make Bob suffer after saying we're, we're gonna make Bob suffer through things. I have an already in progress list of movies of 
uh, Western adaptation, live action adaptations of animated franchises. I mean, also <laughs> we mentioned it during the movie, but you said that the uh, the Kenshiro actor was in a Tekken movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we could also start talking about video game movie adaptations, <laughs> and that is a whole that's a podcast with a different name. Uh huh. Um, I mean, if it comes out of Japan as a video game, is it not already just an anime? In Potentia? I don't think they ever made an anime based on Takeshi's Challenge. Well, as I said, in Potentia. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, what about that airline management game? That No, they would make an anime out of that. Dang it. They would. I mean, they ma- Listen, they made a show uh, literally called Cells at Work off of a manga called Cells at Work about how your body work. Well, I mean, that's just the Eastern adaptation of Osmosis Jones. God, you're actually kind of right, I think. Also I do believe that, that hasn't been out season two. Uh, okay, so. Is this actually a thing? Yeah. Which one? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Bob. Um, actually, I, I wouldn't actually worry about it, Bob. It, believe it's me, fine. Osmosis <laughs> Jones is weaker. Yeah, no, I, I've heard a lot of good things about Cells at Work, actually. In fact, um, just a side tangent. Cells at Work, Bob, not only has the, this how your body work, they have a Cells at Work black and it's because it's the show about someone who doesn't take care of their body and kind of how things go darkly for your body that way like there's a national geographic show about this or something <laughs> i mean it kind of is it, there's, it's, it's educational it's bob you'll love platelets <laughs> oh platelets are good uh let's let, let's let's try one more angle um okay, okay. because Part of the reason why we're watching this movie is because we did all sit down and watch the the Fist of the North Star series or a selection there of it. How do we feel? We we already rank that, and since this didn't really have a um a theme song or robot waifu or anything, uh, didn't even have a horse. Like I I don't <laughs> think I don't think this is going to uh you know. This isn't going to get properly ranked on any of our lists or anything. Yeah, but uh, like the child count as a horse because Malcolm McDowell possessed her, and gave her blue contacts. I just because Malcolm McDowell was a dark passenger doesn't mean that the girl is a horse. <laughs> um, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, how do y'all feel it fares? Because, like, obvi- obviously, like, I-, I said during the movie, the parts where it's just like, oh, yeah, this is canon from the show. This is these two characters that they stuff together. This is their, they are loosely covering the first arc. Like, how how did y'all feel as, like, in terms of enjoyment, in terms of, like, uh, just, like, seeing the parallels between the show and the movie? I feel like this is a situation of, have you ever watched the movie that said, Names and places may have been changed mm-hmm. and do not <laughs> actually reflect uh, anyone in the real world. Uh, for me, it's like totally separate things, even though there is some parallel. He did have the spots, I guess, on his chest. And he did say the one thing only once, which is really kind of disappointing compared yeah. to uh, everything else. Yes. Can we... Can we dogpile on that for a second and say oh my god that line delivery of you don't know it but you're already dead was the most lackluster delivery of that line possible 
there was also something about like the way he like turned and hunched his shoulders as he said it was very like middle school edgelord energy <laughs> as soon as you said that i was thinking like this is the the like teenager that walked out a hot topic after bumping into someone who just hasn't realized he needs to grow up for five seconds yes you're already dead yeah because he it even had that kind of attitude oh you're already dead just like oh Dude. man he doesn't even know he's already dead like he's almost talking to himself just to make yeah. himself feel cool like y'all dumb <laughs> just like oh man it really had that energy you're lucky my like, mom's like gotta a... pick me up now or you'd be dead I feel like a deep um, South American accent version of that would be more threatening oh. I mean obviously it would have a banjo accompaniment in the background <laughs> Which then would make it really threatening, but yeah, like this. Oh, this, but yeah, you're, I feel you're like right, it's. Just... I feel like it's like, uh, pretty similar to a lot of others, like generic '80s kind of action punchy punchy movies, mm-hmm. um, with like a loose skin of Fist of the North Star over it. Sure. It, it well, it, it's the opposite of names and places haven't changed. It's names and places have been kept, and everything else. Oh, we guessed. <laughs> um, okay. So, so speaking of the eighties, and I guess maybe this mostly talks about Shin and his opulence because it it really is like when you're hanging out with Kenshiro in Oasis, Mad Max, but when you're hanging out with Shin in Southern Cross, like he is living a very eighties lifestyle. Like, yeah, I think I think my phrase was eighties glam rock star. Yeah, did it... statue has angular chest. <laughs> Dude, that statue it was, was weirdly. Uh, he the aesthetic was like weirdly like Soviet block, like art style, like with the giant posters and the the pointiness of that statue and a lot of the like brutalist architecture and the, the style of those of, uh... posters. Yeah. Mm. Did he have a collection of grocery store items? Did we ever establish that? Yeah, he had, like, cans with their <laughs> labels removed. A blatantly obvious Gatorade bottle with no label. <laughs> I believe it was orange. I feel like he was trying to show off water, but it really did not convey that well. Mm-hmm. This is this is that, like, uber 1%, these are my rare items of antiquity on display, Mr. Bond. Moment. <laughs> it was, cool, like... Again, cheap and, like, poorly shot or whatnot. Like, there were people on this production who I, I really want to give credit to. Because, like, e- like even though they were so contrasting, I, I do like the way a lot of the, the outfits looked and the way that they were adapted from anime designs. Or just, like, made sense for, like, Wasteland and Wasteland Opulence. Mm-hmm. Um Stuff like, you know, the the collection, like, they never called attention to the fact that they are like, hey, these are, like, the most pristine scavenged items we could find, and I'm just displaying them as a show of wealth. Like, mm-hmm. that is just, like, the the sets were all on, like, one soundstage that they just rebuilt a couple times over the 30-day period they filmed, but, like, they were decently designed. We never even got to tell for why Shin's throne had a clock on it. <laughs> it said Rolex. Did it really? No, I just that's oh, my okay. excuse. <laughs> He's got the one of them. Now Rolex in my chairs. head, yeah. Now in my head, there's like some future attempt by Hollywood to make to, to 
essentially let's say remake this, assuming they remember this exists, but <laughs> to make a big budget Fist of the North Star, and there will be Shin's throne room, and he'll be taking uh Yuria, or I'm sorry, Yulia, uh through and says, showing her his fine antiquities, like ah yes, the hubcap of a 2001 PT cruiser. <laughs> it's like the finest, the finest in uh, uh, evening delights, and it's just craft dinner. <laughs> oh, my, the one intact box of of yeah, blue yeah. mac and cheese, the blue box, yeah. And his most cherished possession is just a truck full of Twinkies. Now, <laughs> now I just picture him walking around with a red wig, describing all the things in his cave. Uh, the misnamed items. Uh huh. Like fish friend. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my. Okay, but that almost works because we were saying that if if we were going to redo this movie, we would have to basically make it Zoolander versus Brendan Fraser, right? And that's a very <laughs> Zoolander kind of gag to do. Yeah, because man, the, the looks of uh, Kenshiro and Shin absolutely look like Ben Stiller and Brendan Fraser com- respectively. It's just, wow. The piercing blue eyes. Like, he does a, a very forced, like, blue steel look in every shot. Yeah. Impressively never blinking. Yeah. Alright. Uh, any, anybody else got anything? I've, I've reached the bottom of my things I can say about this movie. It, it's fun to watch together, but, like... Yeah. It's just kind of a bad... Like, it's, it's, I, it barely ranks as a good, bad movie. I was going to chime in. You know, you were asking kind of... What, what would you think of this if... I was taking this in the context of, like, what would I think of this if I hadn't seen the show? If I'd seen this first? And I was approaching it just now from the idea of, like, okay, what if I saw this in, you know, say 2004 on sci-fi or whatever in the middle of the day? I'm like, huh, wow, that was... Definitely a movie someone made, and if I heard of it later in life, depending on how much later, like let's say in my mid twenties, I would probably just balk at it. Mm. It's like, no, I'm never gonna watch it because the show is clearly uh, <laughs> uh, clear one to one based on my appreciation of things at that time. And to the show, I mean, it's it makes X Men Three look good. <laughs> Um, but you know, if I, if I saw it or if I had seen it first and then let's say even five years ago, I'd heard it, heard of it, uh, heard of the anime. I'm like, Oh, I wonder if the anime is like really that absurd or if it's just, you know, a bunch of guys with way too little money and understanding of what they actually had in front of them. And I think I would watch it then if I hadn't have heard of the anime first. That that would be a really weird like. That's such like a weird transition to think about going to it that way because like I, I I think the like the strongest the the thing about this movie that like remains the strongest memory is just like the befuddlement that it exists that the artifact that it is but the idea of like going from this to the show and it's just like yeah I don't know like I guess you're not getting like a false bill of goods but also like some of the, like, best things about the show are not what's captured here in the movie, right? I feel like you're getting a very, like, 
first look at it with no real understanding of it view. Like, first time, you, in, in a sense, baby's first manga approach. Mm. It's like, I, I clearly read this, and I saw what it did. I didn't do any further thinking or analyzing of it. I just took it face value. I feel like that's kind of what we got without any nuance. Yeah, it's the community theater production, but they didn't have a script. They had the cliff notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gesundheit. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, we got. We don't have anything to really rank from this show. We can't even ask. Hey, Bob, do you are going to keep watching it? Because we're done with it now. I mean, yeah, no, hey, it's Bob. a movie. We don't need any of that. <laughs> Hold on, I'm I'm going to put Bob in a kind of a situation of that though, and I'm going to use my example from earlier. Hey, Bob, in like a year or two from now, and you sit down with your partner and you try to get them on the anime bandwagon. Do oh, you no, test I, the no, strength I of don't. your relationship with this movie? Are you strong enough to... Do you think your relationship is strong enough to survive this movie? If they're like <laughs> us and enjoy bad movies like this, then like, oh, yeah. absolutely. Watching this watch. is a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, that's because what I mean. This would fall under, you know, we're bored, what should we watch, and we literally have nothing else to watch. I would watch this again. Just <laughs> would you bring this extreme. on your partner? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> go go straight in like no no I have a movie we can watch and not tell them anything give them any expectation. <laughs> Might tell them a few of the stars just to give them hope. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, there you go. oh yeah, yeah, Michael McDowell's in this movie. Because <laughs> I can tell you right now, if someone said, "Yeah, Michael McDowell's in," ooh, Michael McDowell, it's got to be at least some degree good. He's really outstanding exactly. in his field. Not in this movie, he's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> British star of screen and stage, Malcolm McDowell. He makes an appearance. And a lot of vocal yeah, yes. work. Hey, remember how at the start of the movie he was basically doing like a voiceover narration and then they just forgot to keep doing that by the end? <laughs> I just appreciate the the true to manga and anime depiction of the ultimate finishing move that ends Malcolm McDowell. Gun. Gun. <laughs> Gun with bullet deployment. Oh my god. So when when Jackal pulls out a gun near I, I guess it's the end of the second act, like he pulled out I'm just, it's a gun I only know from like COD, but it's like a dragon of like sniper rifle. It's like, okay, that's a hell of a pull to go from a revolver to that. What time are you set in? Yeah, this is this this was made back when 1999 was still the far future of like what four years later. Yeah. Oh, what a what a time! The what good, a time to have been alive. The good old days. Yeah, and remember mm. being alive and watching it not play out anywhere near that. God. Okay. Let's um. Shall we talk about next week? Mm-hmm. Because it's time you to look at the list. Next time. Next time on. Because uh, this was our little in-between breather at, like, the midpoint of all of the shows that we have, more or less. Yep. If I may add in, because I've been – I will save more on it for the next episode. But I have maybe been watching and or finished a show 
for my ho- my my own personal homework for our last episode of Deep in the Weeds. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. So I will borrow, especially from the episode we watched of that. Man, you know, New Year's was really hard on us, so we're going to give you this filler episode that we have just presented to you. <laughs> next week, though, or next time, we're going to get back to normal. Mm-hmm. Next time, we'll be starting the Modern Average Anime Fair tier. Which has a bunch of anime from more recent years. Which makes it average. Uh, it's more average in the sense of this is kind of what you can expect to see kind of nowadays. Yeah. Though I would say okay. at least I'm, I'm looking at at least two of them and I haven't seen anything like them since they came out. <laughs> I've seen and one of them, the last one as we see it listed on mm-hmm. our side, not necessarily how we're presented to Bob. Uh, one of those, I think we've seen a lot of interpretations and attempts to be that and just outright fail. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that one's definitely a tribute to a lot of things previously before. Um, but, but yeah, it's not so the actual song. should I just uh, give you the options? I think I bring would, it on. I think I would oh, kind of describe this tier as like it's average because most of these, like even if they're like well regarded, you kind of hear about them while they're airing and then conversation moves on from them. Not because they're average in quality, but it's just like, eh, yeah, this is what's going on. And then except for the one, but we'll get to that. <laughs> let me let me throw this out there. Chances are I've heard of some of these. Yeah. Maybe. I, I would say definitely least, one of them. At least two of them we have mentioned by name on the podcast previously probably like throwaway lines hmm. um, one of them you've heard since we were roommates definitely at <laughs> least in passing in discussion all right uh before i read these i'm just going to ask is it pronounced gelnana 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 okay oh, no. all right <laughs> don't worry about it, Bob. here's here here are your options uh there are Notably, uh, six shows in this category, so um, it's kind of a lot to get to, but (laughs) here are your options. Can I offer you a nice Jelnana in this trying world line? Mars has got talent. Mine is the drill that will pierce the heavens. Gangsters cause a ruckus on a train, and also everyone is immortal. (laughs) Mr. and Mrs. Forger. And just a guy who's a hero for a hobby. That's all of them? That's yep. all of them. I feel like, you know, after that, we need a nice relationship story. I think Mr. and Mrs. Forger <laughs> will be my choice. All right. Nice. We will be watching Spy Family. Bob, this is, this is going to be such a, a divergence from what we've had recently. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. This is, I can't say anything. I haven't seen the show, actually. I'm, I'm excited to watch this. This, this is great. Spy family? It's, it's spy, there's the character X, as in the letter character X, and then family. I don't believe the X is actually pronounced. Is it like spy cross family? Think of it like Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, Hunter X Hunter. <laughs> oh, no. Spy All family. Right. So we'll pick episodes. Well, I guess chuckle pick episodes and get back to us with those. Um, 
And we don't really have anything else at the end of the episode to do. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and hit the button. Uh, that'll make the music start playing, and we'll tell everybody to see you next time. Yeah. Yeah. Fist Holy. of the North Star. Deep in the Weebs is a show by Chuck, Nick, Joe, and Bob. Our theme music is Kawaii Friends by C. Cotty 3. You can find our show on YouTube or subscribe to the audio-only version on iTunes or wherever podcasts are served. Okay, bonus points. Can anybody name any of the names of the special moves that we covered in our regular Fist of the North Star episodes? Absolutely not. No. No. Something something technique. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) If you can give me a word in English that appears in one of the names of the attacks, because I do have the Japanese and English names. Finger. Keep yeah, going. <laughs> Hang on. Something me... wind. That's right. That's what his friend used was the uh, something wind technique. Yeah. Therefore, I think that. Second wind. I don't know. Breaking wind. <laughs> Breaking wind. Uh, no. no. Wind does not appear. Uh, finger does not appear. Does fist appear? Fist appears. Yes. Yay! The Hokuto Yakuretsuken, the North Star Spell. Hunter Cack Fist. I'm just sad none of you remembered Horse Punch. Like, listen, I watched a lot of G Gundam, and I, outside of Shining Finger, because it's every single goddamn episode, I don't remember any of their abilities. All right, fair enough.